It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And he's waiting on Vasquez. And here he comes. Swing and a miss, strike three. That's all she wrote here for the 2018 season. The Reds will finish at 67 and 95 on the year. The Pirates at 82 and 79. And we'll look forward to 2019 when it gets here. That's it for the 2018 season here on the Cincinnati Bell Reds Radio Network. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. I'm your host, James Erpine. It is great to be with you on Twitter. At James Erpine, at Locked on Reds. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Great to be with you. Uh, the Reds season has come to an end, and unfortunately... It's worse than it has been in years past. 67-95 and 95 is what the Reds finish up. You heard it there. The Reds lose yesterday an extra inning. Can you imagine that? Final game of the season goes to extra innings. Um, I'm going to discuss that. I'm going to discuss the 2018 Reds and what's next today. And there, there's a ton we're going to do. We're going to kind of recap what happened this year uh, throughout the next couple of weeks. We'll also keep you up to date with any Reds news. Jim Riggleman. Uh, is talking with the Reds or interviewing with the Reds today, according to reports for the manager position. Plus, why I'd consider Mike Sosha, why I'd consider Joe Girardi, why the the Reds should go after those guys. I said Bengals because it was a huge. Did you see that Bengals victory yesterday? Anyways, let's dive in here because honestly, the season needed to end. I don't care what the record was. I called him the roller coaster Reds for for all season. All season. If you listen to this podcast, that's what I called him. The roller coaster Reds. Because they go up, down, all around, and they ended on a down note. But the Reds aren't a good baseball team. And I just need to ask you and ask anyone, and I want to hear from you at James Rapine on Twitter, at Locked on Reds on Twitter. You can also email me, James Rapine at ESPN1530.com. What would you change? Who would you go after? Specifics here. Who would you go after? What would you change? What moves would you make this offseason? Who do you want to be the next Reds manager? This team isn't close. They finished 15 and a half games behind Pittsburgh. That's one five and a half behind Pittsburgh, who finished 12 and a half back of Milwaukee and Chicago who are playing as I record this for the National League Central title. They finished with 95 wins apiece. St. Louis finished 88 and 74. The Reds aren't close. The Reds are not close. Period. 88 and 74 doesn't even get you in the playoffs in the National League. Doesn't even get you close. Doesn't even get you to the playoffs in the American League. This Reds team needs to do a ton. And so when I'm Dick Williams, and I talked about this during the All-Star break, other than letting the owner know that you need to be able to do your job because he's paying you to do a job as president of baseball operations, other than that, I think they need to continue with the long view approach. And I've heard the people that say, oh, yeah, but 
What about the fans? When are the fans? By the way, I, I forgot to say, that's the Cowboy Jeff Brantley Reds Radio Network to start this podcast. But you have to take the long view here because you're not close. The Pirates, who are supposed to be bad this year. I thought the Reds might finish ahead of the Pirates. I didn't think the Reds were going to be good. I had their high, their maximum amount of wins at 75. But I thought, oh, okay, the Reds... They're, they might finish ahead of the Pirates. And I thought so midseason, too. And then reality set in. This team isn't close. So if you're Dick Williams, if you're Nick Crawl, if you're Bob Castellini, if you're the next Reds manager, you have to take the long view. And that is why, if I'm the, the Reds, I'm bringing in a Mike Sosha. I'm bringing in a Joe Girardi. I'm bringing in someone that is established, someone that knows it will take time, Someone that also knows how to win. I'm going to change this culture now. Someone who's willing to take on that challenge. Is it going to cost? Sure, you're going to have to pay Joe Girardi a lot. But this idea that, oh, well, go out and get a manager when you're ready to win. Sounds great. And manager doesn't matter. Sounds great. How about you go get the guy who can be part of the winning? I don't want another placeholder. And that's what Jim Riggleman is. Jim Riggleman, if they hire him, is just Brian Price 2.0. Anyone believe that he's going to be the guy that gets the, the Reds back to playoff success and division titles and wild card wins? No. No, no, no. You know what he's going to do? He's going to be the guy that holds the place for the next guy. I don't want a placeholder. And I, I was on board with giving Barry Larkin an interview. Fine. If he turned it down, fine. If the Reds don't want him, fine. But go after someone who can be a legitimate manager when this team is good again. I'm not about this rebuilding the wrong way and having placeholders. No. That's how you ruin young guys. I want someone in there that knows what the hell he's doing, that's been through ups, that's been through downs, that has seen it all. Mike Sosha, I could see that. Joe Girardi, I could see that. So those are two names. I think John Farrell's the favorite. I think John Farrell will probably get the job. I think he should get the job ahead of Jim Riggleman. I'm not sure there's much difference between either guy. I think you can sell... Farrell to the fans more, and that will be appealing to the Reds. But overall, this team, overall, this organization, go ahead and hire Jim Riggleman and see how that lands. Go ahead, because that to me would be such a, oh, well, we're not ready to win yet. Let's just bide our time. It'd be a bide, bide our time move. I don't, I'm done with bide time moves. I get it. It might take a couple of years. Find the manager now. Find the manager now. Pay him now. Show you want to win now. And start to build a culture. Start to build the rebuild. I feel like they haven't built anything. What's built? What do you feel better about that you didn't feel as good at? What have we learned? Eugenio Suarez is good? Okay. Great. He was on the team last year. He just another year in. And, and I love that deal by the front office. He's locked up for the next seven years. And I know he kind of gave up towards the end of the year. A lot of people in the Reds organization saying that, fine. It's hard not to mail it in. To me, I, I go after a, a big fish. And it doesn't mean a name. That's not what I'm saying. I, I'm not saying just go get the biggest name because that's how you fail as an organization. A big fish means... The guy that you think can direct this team to the playoffs the next time it goes. 
When the Reds hired Brian Price, they did not. I repeat, they did not think it was going to be him. <laughs> they knew that in 14 when they hired him. Uh, yeah, this guy, probably a placeholder. They didn't do a, an extensive search. Go back and look. And, yeah, are they going to interview outside candidates? Fine. Jim Riggleman, though, that's, that's the Brian Price move. I don't, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. I don't. No, 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 no. Who's going to be your Dusty Baker? Dusty Baker was a guy who took this job in 2008. The Reds won 74 games. Eight-win improvement, by the way, from his, his 06 season in Chicago. But he took a year off, won 74 games. Next year, 78. You can rebuild with your, the manager that's also going to get you to 91 wins and 97 wins and 90 wins and get you to the playoffs. You can get that guy. Now's the time to get that guy. Whoever it is, go get him now. Whoever, Whatever it's going to cost, go get him now. Find that guy. That's what I want from the Reds, and I think that's what you should want too. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Up next, we'll talk about the weekend at Great American Ballpark, what we saw and I'll give you some thoughts on the 2018 season. I'm James Erpine. Thanks for tuning in today on the Locked On Reds podcast. New game day shirt? Boom. Cash back. Food for the tailgate? Boom. Cash back. Even buying a round can earn you cash back when you use your debit card. And yes, we said debit card. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can earn cash back on everyday purchases. In sports, it's hard to predict who's taking the win, but you know what's guaranteed to win? Discover Cashback Debit. Did I mention there are no fees, period? This one is a real game changer. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank. Member FDIC. I'm James Erpine, and this is the Locked On Reds podcast. It is great to be with you today. We'll have your Reds content all off-season long. We'll get a bunch of guests on and working on it now to get guests to kind of put the, the season recap. We will recap the season of the latest manager news and so much more. So even though the season's over, stay, still stay tuned here. I know I, I had like a, a five-day absence last week. That was just it, everything hit at once. I apologize for that, but we are back at it here on Locked On Reds. Uh, the Reds lost seven of eight to end the season. I mean, three losses to Miami, two to Kansas City, two of three to Pittsburgh. This team limped into the offseason. This team was uninspiring at the end of the year. They had nothing to play for, and they played like it. A lot of people in this town hate Marvin Lewis, and they wanted Marvin Lewis out at the end of last season for the Bengals. Did that team give up, or did they win their last two games? The Reds lose to Miami three straight, one nothing, fine, five one, fine, six nothing, just awful. Lose to Kansas City, lose two of three to Pitt. Like I, I don't know what you want, but it's clear that Riggleman should not be the guy, right? If you limp into the finish, and it's not because of all these injuries, and it's just uninspiring, and you can tell they don't care, then why the hell would he be the guy? It just, to me, it doesn't make much sense at all, um, at all. And my, Anthony DiScalfani gets a loss on, on Friday. Saturday, Michael Lorenzen picks up a win. Rossell Iglesias gets his 30th save of the year. But this team is just, eh. Like, I'd be open to trading Rossell Iglesias. You got to find starting pitching. You really do. And if Nick Senzel can play center, then you got to consider trading Billy Hamilton, maybe even without that idea. Maybe if Senzel can play short, you move Jose Peraza to center. 
that isn't all that crazy. He played center before. So the, the Reds have to figure that out, but they have to figure out this starting pitching. Even if they're going to win 75 games next year. Like, the Reds aren't winning 90 games next year, and they're not making the playoffs. No matter what they do, I mean, you're not going to get me to predict that. I, I promise you. But for them to get closer, they're going to have to make the right call at manager. And to me, I take a long view with one of the top managers. It's not every year a Mike Sosha, Joe Girardi can be had. Go out there, offer them money, sell them on your plan, tell the old man Bob Castellini to get the hell out of the way, and tell them about how you want to invest money into starting pitching, how you want to trade for starting pitching, how you want to accumulate assets so you can increase your starting pitching, the talent at that level. And you show them what you did with the bullpen. The bullpen was an issue last year, especially towards the end. What did the Reds do? They found free agent values. They invested in their bullpen, and it paid off. Sell the manager on that. Sell them on time. Brian Price got time. We're going to give you time. We want you here. This team limping into the finish. This team, this organization, it's in disarray. It is a, it's bad. It's bad. I'm not going to come on here and act like it's rainbows and butterflies down there at Great American Ballpark. It is not. They are bad. And the way you figure that out, the way you get past it, the way you improve in any professional industry, but it's especially in sports, is you have a direction. And that direction should start at the top with the owner getting out of the way, Nick Crawl, the GM, and president of baseball operations, Dick Williams, making the baseball decisions. They've already restructured the minor league some. All of that. That's fine. That's all well and good. You need to find a manager that's going to be the guy long-term. That's what I would do if I'm the Reds. I'm not doing any of this placeholder nonsense, and I know I'm ranting about that, but you lose seven of eight. You're starting pitching. What do we know about the starting pitching right now that we didn't know going into the season? Well, there's a bunch of question marks. I think Anthony DiScalfani deserves a roster spot as long as he's healthy. Uh, Or not a roster spot, but a a spot in the rotation, excuse me. And then Luis Castillo is pretty good. Outside of that, we know Homer Bailey's done. We know Matt Harvey has his ups and downs. You really want to re-sign him? So it's going to be a very, very interesting offseason here for the Cincinnati Reds. And we will cover it all right here on the Locked On Reds podcast. We're the only Daily Reds podcast out there during the offseason. We'll probably limit it, and they might be longer episodes. We'll probably do three episodes a week. I'll let you know. There's plenty of offseason stuff to cover right now um, and just like season interview stuff that we'll do. But uh, I'll let you know about that. I'm James Erpine. You can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening today. Back at it tomorrow. I appreciate you listening right here on the Lockdown Reds podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.